Welcome to Read My Lips Radio, a lively hour of unscripted conversations with savvy creatives. Producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, asks novelists, artists, photographers, designers, comedians, actors, musicians, composers, screenwriters, directors, and technology innovators about their creative passion, inspirational muses, and how they create. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's AKA Radio Red. <laughs> happy, happy, happy New Year. Oh my goodness, everybody on the panel applaud. We made it through. We are the lucky ones. We are the happy ones. We are the creative inspired ones. I'm Radio Red. So happy to be here. It is January 3rd, 2022. I thought, well, everybody's taken off for the holidays. I did a show every Monday night during the holidays. I didn't want to be alone and I wanted to share my joy about creativity and all my wonderful creative guests with the world. And that's what we've been doing. So welcome, welcome, welcome. My wishes for all of you out there. We are on Facebook. Yes, I haven't introduced you yet, but wave live, wave live, wave live. Facebook, Hello, Facebook. I have four. I told them I'm not going to call them beautiful, smart, and savvy and inspiring. I'm going to call them smart, savvy, inspiring, and beautiful guests. We're going to put it in in that order. I think that's very 2022. So we're going to talk about creativity. If you haven't listened in, this is an unscripted yet well-prepared show. My guests will be speaking in three or four-minute sound bites. We're not lecturing you. We're not telling you what to do. We're just talking about what creativity means to all of us, and we hope that it will inspire you to think about what creativity means to you and how you can apply it in your life. It doesn't matter what you do. There's a way to do something creatively or think creatively. So before I introduce my guest, boy, I'm putting this off a long time. I have to do my shout out. Those of you who've listened know, aha, uh-huh, Chandra knows, we have a very special lady in New York named LLL. So on the count of three, I want you to all join me. Instead of saying hello, we're going to say happy new year, LLL. One, two, three. Happy, Happy New, New Year, L L L. That's lovely, lanky Laura Legg. She spells legs L E G Z. She's somebody I met dancing years ago in a class we were both taking, ballroom class, and she has remained a friend. And she is our L L L most loyal listener. I'm still working on the fictional GoFundMe campaign to get her to move from Whitestone, New York, to London, and then she'll be L L L L in L. But we haven't gotten that far yet. So for right now, she's in Whitestone, New York. And we're happy to have her. Today is, oh my goodness, is it really the 3rd of January already? See how the year is just flying by. I hope you all had a wonderful new year. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. A shout out from me to my engineer, Gabe, who is being being supported by Andrew. Gabe is new and he is has been joining us for the past couple of weeks. And we're delighted to have you, Gabe. He was so surprised when I did a shout out to him. Today is still Capricorn and there are 362 days left in the year. It's the first Monday of 2022, and nobody cares about that except me. Today, I'm going to be introducing, I'm going to introduce my guests without their names for the radio audience, and I just want you to wave when I describe you. So, we have a rock star whose post-car accident Power of Affirmation songs resonated worldwide. Yes, that's Michelle Blood. We have a Reiki master who has been communicating with and rescuing animals since 2000. That's Chandra. We have a confidence coach who is fed up with her own fear of public speaking, and she dedicated herself to helping other people and to the speaker inside waiting to be set free in all of us. There's Linda. And finally, we have a former physician who holds a master's degree in consumer behavior, and she went back to medicine as a naturopath to practice holistic medicine from a natural approach. 
Hello, Dr. Vicki. I'm so happy to have all of you. So let's go around the table. I want to do some real bios. I'm going to have you introduce yourselves. I'll put you on full screen speaker view when I come to you. So Michelle Blood, why don't you give us a little background? And we're hoping to play some of your affirmations later on in the show when she has those teed up. So Michelle Blood, if anybody's looking for you, it's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-1-L, Michelle Mabel, Blood, just the way it sounds. Michelle, I'm putting you on speaker view. Please honor me with your introduction. Welcome. Yes, hello, Red. I'm really looking forward to. I just this looked like it was going to be so much fun. An interview like this where we'll just be creative. I am from Australia. G'day, everyone, and uh, living in California now. However, I had a, a rock band. I was on television since I was five, and I had a quite a successful rock band in Australia, touring all over. And my life changed trajectory after a near fatal car accident which changed my life to the positive. Even though I thought I had a really awesome life and a positive life, it was still very, very tough being the manager, the singer, main songwriter of a band, looking after everything. And so I've got some funny stories to tell today. <laughs> but, uh, and maybe I'll, sh- I'll share with you later how what happened to me from that car accident, how that got me touring the world with Bob Proctor, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, Stuart Wilde, all these amazing people, my biggest audience, 50,000 people in Kuala Lumpur. Yay! <laughs> wow, yay, yay many, many times. I'm, I survived a, a near-fatal crash last year, and I'll share stories Ooh. with you, not on this show, but we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm still not sure if it's really me here or if I'm here from the other side, because I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't wow. have. Anyway, very, very strange. Maybe Chandra can talk to me about that later in the show. Maybe there was a lizard under the car. I don't know. You could talk to him. Anyway, I'm not making fun. I'm appreciating. So thank you very much, Michelle. Delighted to have you here. And we are glad that you survived. Chandra McWhorter is with us. She's been talking to the animals. I think they made a movie about that, right? Talk to the... Well, you do it in a different way. So Chandra, would you do me the honor, please, of introducing yourself? Go ahead. Absolutely, Red. I'm so happy to be here and happy new year everyone and yes my name is Chandra McWhorter and in the year 2000 I rescued another dog he was a black lab named Joey and he I found out later had been severely abused and it altered my path dramatically I was desperate to find answers on how to help him and I discovered animal animal communication which I had never heard of before I learned that I learned Reiki I learned tuning forks and ever since then I have pretty much devoted my life to helping animals heal helping humans heal, help us all walk with more awareness. And um, you know, I'm, I authored a book in the, during the pandemic, actually, What They Want Us to Know. And it basically is what the animals would like humans to know. So, Thank you very much. And those are quite interesting conversations you have with the animals, aren't they, Chandra? Those are yes. very deep and detailed about yeah. humanity and about what they observe us as well as their their part of the world. And we'll talk about those in a little more depth later. Thank you so much. Thank very you. interesting. Linda, am I saying your last name correct? Ugalo? That's absolutely correct. I am glad to get it absolutely correct. You're a lady who just couldn't get on stage, couldn't make a presentation. You just thought, oh, my God, fear is going to stop me and get in my way. And you did something about it. I told you before the show, I used to be very shy. You didn't believe me, but it's true. So, Linda, I'll tell you how I got over. Linda, please let us enjoy your bio. Who are you? And tell us your background. Well, actually, I was on stage for many years. I was part of a women's world music group for more than three decades, but I hated having to introduce a song. 
I could dance, I could sing, I couldn't speak. I pushed myself to speak. And when I became an online entrepreneur, I had to find a way to, to push through the fear. And, you know, I thought what everything, everything that I found online, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. And um, ignore the fear and all these things that had you kind of either fight it or ignore it or push through it. And that's what I tried to do until I got really tired of that. And I decided I was, I didn't want to manage my fear anymore. I wanted to get rid of it. And when I started to investigate it, I realized that our fear is actually pointing to experiences and messages we received earlier on that led us to believe it wasn't safe to be seen, to express ourselves, to be the center of attention. And this is what I help people with now to overcome their fear by getting to the root causes and clearing them away. Thank you, Linda. And I was very intrigued that you found out one of your root causes was when you were a child, you were the favored one. Linda was the good girl and the other sisters were, were the frisky girls. We'll just That's say right. that. And mommy and daddy kept saying, oh, Linda, you're the good girl. And she thought, oh, my God. And then her sisters would sneak in the room and beat her up after mom and dad left. Well, they kind of just poked her. We'll just leave it at that level. And Linda thought, oh, it's not safe to be in the spotlight, to be the speaker, to be in the limelight, because I am repelling people that I want to like me. I'm not, I don't want to be the face. So very opposite of what I had expected when I read, see, I did read your book. Anyway, thank you. Thank you for that honesty. That's what endears people in, in a book, uh, a story of our lives. You know that it's, it's the real, we're calling it authentic in this era, but it's when you're a real person and you tell what really happened the real way. On that note, I'm going to segue to Dr. Vicki Matthews. May I call you Dr. Vicki or Vicki? What's your preference? Whichever is best for you. No, it's your, it's your name. You tell me how you want me to say it. I think Vicki. Vicki's good. <laughs> Thank you very much. I won't make any comments. Vicki, we're delighted to have you. It's time to find out what is a naturopath, what were you doing in the business world, and what lured you back into medicine. Vicki, you're up. Thank you. Okay. So I, a naturopath is a, is a doctor who uses more natural remedies to help people be healthy and well and happy and, and doesn't necessarily do pharmaceuticals or surgeries, but might use herbs or energy work or things like that. So it's just more natural protocols. And I found that I resonated much more highly with that than surgeries or pharmaceuticals or whatever. So that was a, that was a big turning point for me. I think I was in school and I got my master's so I could meet my husband. And uh, <laughs> excuse mean, me, it's not it's not a bad. I learned a lot of other really cool things. But what led to my epiphany was when we got married, we graduated from college, moved and got married in the same weekend. Two weeks later, we're driving out to L.A. from Chicago, which is where we were. And we got to the Mojave Desert. And it is anybody who has been to the Mojave Desert knows it is nothing but sand and rock and rock and sand. So my husband, of exactly two weeks and two days, drives the speed limit through the Mojave Desert. And there's nobody around. There is no cop. There is no highway patrol. And I looked at him. I said, could we, like, speed this up a little? And he turned at me and he looked down his nose and he said, no, we cannot. We're going the speed limit. And I, I remember, I will never forget, I looked at him and I thought, oh, my God, I have married an anal retentive asshole. What am I going to do? So... <laughs> I then, when I, in, as part of getting my naturopathic degree, I studied Chinese medicine, where I learned about the five elements, and my creativity caused me to create personalities around these elements, and I 
that is what I've done with the rest of my life. I have a practice, obviously, but I am passionate now about helping people understand themselves, helping them understand the people in their life, and how they can get along better so we can change the world. Thank you very much. So we can change the world. And that's really what we want to do. I think that's, that's, I, my goal is not to tell people what to do or how to live their lives. It's just to share what I call creativity. And I consider all of you creatives. I met you all at the National Publicity Summit and something about you screamed, I'm a creative. So I'm going to go around the table and find out if you think you are. So let's just briefly go around. Michelle Blood, do you wake up every day and say, I'm a creative person. I'm going to create something today. Or is it just something that's there? It just informs from the inside out how you think, how you feel, what you do. Michelle, what's your take? Just, Just two minutes apiece. What do you think? Yeah, definitely what comes through me, I mean, ever since I was a little kid, you know, um, I've always come up with, that's why I've got so many different books I've written and audio programs and TV shows I've put on and and just all the creative stuff I would do with the band, writing songs, you have to be creative, writing books. Um, and it's just always just come through me. One of the things that I realised I always have with me is a little recorder. I don't do it on my phone. I still like the old-fashioned tape recorder. So that whenever I get an idea for a song or a book or a new product, I immediately put it down on the tape and then later I write it in my creative book. For example, uh, 15 years ago I had this idea because I also teach mysticism and meditation to start doing some spiritual or mystical greeting cards, really, really fun greeting cards with little baby Buddhas and cartoons and all this sort of stuff. And I wrote it into the book. And it's just two years ago that I actually created all these uh, mystical greeting cards, which are just gorgeous and fun. So even if I don't have the time, because I've got to, I've, one thing I've realised as a creative is you've got to do one thing at a time. If I'm writing a song, I can't halfway through just say, oh, well, now I'm going to start writing a chapter in a book. I know that you've got to do one thing at a time. And when I do one thing at a time and finish that, then I find I can create so much more. One of the things I know is to make sure you put all your eggs in one basket because so many people that are creatives put their eggs in so many different baskets and genres and what ends up happening is they end up becoming basket cases. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Michelle, that was too easy. Somebody had to do that. I know. (laughs) give you that one. So, yeah, so that's, that's, so everything I do is under the same genre of positive thinking, of something spiritual for the mind. So it's all under the the same basket, uh, but I'm still probably a basket case anyway, but I do have a lot of fun doing it with my great team of people. The creativity is, it is fun, isn't it? And we we have to get to that point. Chandra, do you wake up every day and say, I'm a creative person? How does that fit into your life? What does it mean to you? You know, and I think kind of like Michelle said, it's just something I've, since a child, I've always been different. And I never really fit in because I looked at things completely different. I would look at something and find a humorous face in a rock or something like that. And people were like, what are you looking at? <laughs> and they just <laughs> never really fit in. It was always bizarre or something. But I do find my creativity in anything. And it can be the clouds. It can be animals. It can be, uh, you know, one of my favorite things to do, and it's so dumb. Oh, I don't know if it's dumb or not, but is watching people from a distance and imagining what their conversation is. And I have no idea what they're saying because I can't hear them, but I just create these conversations between them in my head. And it's hilarious. And it all say it out loud and somebody else will be with me and they'll just laugh. So, I mean, it's, I find it in every place. And I find that 
that creativity inspires me to help the healing. I finally found something after I think I rescued Joey because I didn't know what to do with it. Um, I funneled it into something that's like, how here's how something I can do creative that will make something. Because always, and I've said it since I was a child, and I didn't really articulate it this well, but I know that I am here to leave this world better than I found it. And that is something I can do is find a creative way to reach people in a different way so they can find that way themselves. Thank you. That was very well put. Very, very well put. I was thinking while you were talking about imagining conversations. I lived in Eugene, Oregon for many years and uh, I had two young children, five years apart. When my son would be in the, yes, they had public libraries and people went to them and parents took their kids to the, it was a place you went where there were books. You know, I won't tell you how old my son is. I'll give the whole thing away. And, and my daughter and I would sit in the car. And she was too young to go in. And uh, they are five years apart, as I said. And so we would be waiting. And we were getting impatient. So I would see somebody come out, let's say a very elderly man with who was not much hair on his head with a big mustache. I'd say, oh, is that? And I say, maybe that's your brother. Maybe he read a book about something. I make up stories about whoever was coming out. And then a woman would come out with three or four children. I'd say, oh, did she adopt him? Is that where your brother's going? And everybody who came out of the library made up a story. She was hysterical. Awesome. I was hysterical. So you, you and I may be alike in that method. Thank you very right. much. I appreciate that. You got to have fun. Linda, talk to me. Do you wake up every day and say, I'm Linda, I'm a creative, or is it just part of who you are? How does it interpret in your life, please? I definitely wake up that way. It's, it's everything. I feel actually creativity is a human design. If children are always living in their imagination. If anything, we maybe cover it up or, or lose, some of us may lose it because we're judged and evaluated in school. And then we begin to think that, oh, um, I'm not really an artist or I'm not really creative anymore. But I think we all start off that way. I've always loved improvising. I will, my, I spent 25 years teaching improvisational forms of dance and I love improvising music. And now I create experiences that are healing for people to overcome their fear. So I feel like all healing the best kind of healing needs to be creative. It needs to feel fulfilling and satisfying where we, we, we have the sense of that we are making something from the, the, the mess or the dirt in the background of our lives. And I think that's one of the things that people are drawn to in my method is that it's not just quite quote unquote talk therapy where you know we're spending months on you know dissecting things rather we're looking at ways to make the healing process more creative and more interesting and more uh, playful even i would even go so far to say that so that the it doesn't feel like drudgery it feels more like Interesting curiosity and fascination. Not drudgery, discovery. How's that? I love that. Thank you. you. Red, I love that. Not drudgery, discovery. You're welcome. We lost Chandra for a second there. We lost her picture, but I think she's there. I hear something scratching in the background. Anyway, let's go to 
Dr. Vicki Matthews. Vicki, I'm calling you as your request. Vicki, tell me, creativity. Do you wake up every day and say, I'm creative. I'm going to do something di- very different from everybody else. That's one of the definitions of creativity is yes. reinventing things or doing something outside of the box that nobody else has thought of. So what does it mean to you, Vicki? I am definitely creative. I am definitely inventive. I do. My husband will tell you I do everything outside the box. I mean, I, there is no normal in my life. So, except when I'm in my practice. But I think uh, my creativity started when I was very long, young. I liked to make order out of chaos. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of chaotic thoughts. I had uh, some parts of me a difficult childhood, and I wrote. So my creativity very frequently comes out in writing. I wrote, I had my first poem published when I was in fourth grade. It was just something that, that's the way, that's the way I express myself. If I'm falling asleep at night, I've, I've got words going off in my head, and I have a little book by my bed that I write everything down in. So I, I think chaos creates order, and that's my creativity. Very interesting. You mentioned, I, I think uh, Chandra's having a problem with her camera because it's mute, her camera's turned off right now. We can't see her. But she, I thought, I know she can hear us, so she knows yes, where she's I can hear you. Show. I'm working on it. I, okay, hon, that's fine. <laughs> I, I think Michelle mentioned writing things down when you get ideas, and Vicki just mentioned it. Well, I keep some sticky notes here in my office, and I'm writing a, a not salacious, but a very um, humorous, but... Dangerous novelette or a novella. A novella. I'm up to about 10,000 words and I want to get it to 20,000 and I can't have anybody know who I am, okay, as, as the author because it would make a lot of people mad. It's that funny, but it's about real things that I observe and real people I see. So the intro is going to say something like, if the places, the people, the sights, the sounds, the smells, and everything else in this story remind you of yourself or somebody you think you know, it's probably true. That's the disclaimer. (laughs) I'm not protecting anybody but myself. So I had to think of a name. I'm giving something away. But my name will be something like, you know, they say there's a way you can create a name if you were a uh, lady of the night. Have you ever heard that? That you take the street where right. you grew up and your your first pet. So my name would be, I'm not using this for the book, but my name would be something like Tweety Overbrook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't use it now because I announced him. But if you ever want to see a novel, a novella, excuse me, 20,000, I'm up to 10,000 words. And I think I've, I've almost got who the killer is. It's a murder mystery, but very, very funny. And, and the opening line is, it was not a dark and stormy night because the Homeowners Association would not allow it. <laughs> you, you want, now you understand. Now you understand. Completely tongue-in-cheek. Anyway, so my, my sticky notes are the names of Vicki and Chandra that I will use to disguise who I am if I ever get around to. I think this year I'm going to make myself publish the book. I think that's what I'm going that's to great. do. Well, oh, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's hysterically funny, by the way. I might send you all a review copy if, if, as long as you won't tell anybody who it's me. Anyway, um, so here we go. I would like to go through Michelle. I'm going to go through the quotes. You each very graciously sent me a fictional quote from a song or a TV character or a movie character. A song hypothetically is fictional, but the characters have to be fictional. And I have the attributions where they came from, and I love the quotes. I asked you to send me something that's fun or interesting or provocative about your thoughts on creativity. That's what we're talking about tonight. So Michelle Blood sent me a quote from Spinal Tap, a 1984 rockumentary. It is also stylized as this is Spinal with a little two dots over the end. Spinal Tap, a rockumentary by Martin DeBergy. 1984 mockumentary, co-written and 
directed by Rob Reiner in his directorial debut, What a Cast. And here are a dialogue between Nigel and there she is, Chandra's back. A dialogue between Nigel and Marty. So Nigel says, the numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board, 11, 11, 11. And Marty says, oh, I see. And most amps go up to 10. Nigel, exactly. Marty, does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Nigel, well, it's one louder, isn't it? So the numbers all go to 11 was the quote. Michelle, forgive me, but I had to do the whole scene so it would make sense. So what are we talking about, Michelle? Why does this quote resonate with you on the topic of creativity? Go oh, ahead. it's so funny. It's so funny because there's so many things in that movie, Spinal Tap, that I actually had happen with me and my band. Um, you know, <laughs> it's so funny. Is it any, is it louder, Nigel? Well, yeah, it's one louder, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> so uh, my bass player once uh, had like three road crew. We were doing a gig for 4,000 people that night and we're doing sound check and he couldn't, um, we couldn't get his sound up. And all the guys are trying to work it out. And I said, John, are you plugged into your amp? And he's like, yeah, but he wasn't. <laughs> and there's another thing in Spinal Tap where they get lost underneath trying to get to the stage and that actually had happened to us in the Sydney Entertainment Centre. The first, It had, hadn't been built that long and where the, the dressing rooms are, there's so it's a huge venue, like 12,000 people fit in and you have to, you know, someone has to walk you underneath to get up to the stage and um, we got lost and, <laughs> and they're announcing us. <laughs> it's like no one's on the stage. So the, the reason I love that quote so much is because there is so much truth in Spinal Tap with rock and roll bands, the stuff that goes on, and it's really hysterical. And there's one, one other thing as well. It's like in Spinal Tap, one of the guy's girlfriends, they always end up with a groupie girlfriend who's then, who ends up running their life. Well, my bass player, the one who couldn't find um, his sound, he ended up with this... Uh, a girlfriend for a couple of years and when we did one of our videos she actually did what they did in Spinal Tap she actually complained because they said Michelle's Michelle's in it all the time why John should be in it more often well he doesn't do backing vocals and he's the bass player she's the lead singer yeah but it just you know he's a really good looking person he should be in it more and all this <laughs> trying to cause problems with the band and so if anyone ever sees Spinal Tap it's it's a send-up on truth and it's hysterical <laughs> anyone in a band. I've got all my band to watch it and they're all looking at each other like they didn't like it. And I said, this is, this is you guys. It's hysterical. <laughs> That's why they didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. They knew that, Michelle. They figured that it, out. Thank you very it, it, much. Just one more thing in Spinal Tap. Yes. They had, they had uh, 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 Stonehenge, you know, they were wanting it to be like huge and come up onto, onto the stage. And we had some something like that similar happen. Then I um, ordered something to be like this big backdrop. <laughs> when it arrived, it was this little tiny thing. So anyway, there's a lot of things in Spinal Tap that is hysterical to me. So I recommend it as a fun, fun movie for anyone, but particularly Thank anyone you. who's in the music industry. <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate that. That's a that's a fun quote. I'm glad I read the whole the whole line there. So it made sense. Chandra has sent us a quote, a very pretty one from Mailman, a song by Soundgarden, an American rock band formed in Seattle, Washington, in 1984 by singer and rhythm guitarist Chris Connell, lead guitarist Kim Thiel, 
both of the every every member, the only two members to appear in every incarnation of the band. I guess they change people. And bassist Hiro Yamamoto. Okay, and Matt Cameron became their full time drummer in 1986. That's only important to me because I'm a drummer. Here is the quote: "For all your kisses turn to spit in my face. For all that reminds me of which is my place. For all of the times when you made me disappear." This time, I'm sure you'll know that I am here. Chandra, you got to interpret this for me. I have, <laughs> when you got to the spit in the face and the disappear, I said, what? So talk <laughs> to me, Chandra, go ahead. Oh, God. And I love Chris Cornell and his music resonates with me, all of it, in every iteration he, you know, came in. But um, that song, especially when I was going through my divorce, that hit me in my I'm chest. I'm shaking. I'm so cold. And Can you it was... No, and it just, that's what inspires me is when I am down, when somebody says you can't do it or you're not good enough or you can't. It's not the pretty happy quotes that you see somewhere that inspires me. It's somebody spitting in my face, somebody saying you're not good enough. You are, you are it, you're nothing to me. It makes me be creative, makes me find something within to say, yes, I am. I can do this and I'm not going back to where it was. So. Um, that's one of the things I love about all different kinds of creativity and art. I mean, his music moves me. Steve Martin's comedy moves me. But I mean, that was something that I realized about myself, actually, when I wrote that for you, um, was that I get inspiration by pain. Which, mm. And not physical pain. I mean, the emotional pain, yeah. it pushes me to work harder. Yes. Very, very interesting. I started to watch the Carol King um, special. Yeah. Last night, I recorded it in James Taylor, and it made me cry. And I did not want to cry. The songs resonated with me. You just call out my name, I'll be there, you know, I'll be there. Right. And I just, it went right through me. And I turned it off because I didn't want to feel that. I decided mm -hmm. it wasn't a night for me to sit there alone on the couch, watching it on my big TV and crying. I chose, but I understand. And there is truth and there is pain in songs. And, and that's what music does for a lot of us. But I want to address another point. The I've never said this on the show before. The institutionalization of creativity. We are judged, aren't we, Michelle? Aren't we, Vicki? Aren't we, Chandra? Aren't we, Linda? We're judged by how we do, what we paint, how our music sounds. We're judged all the time. If you color outside the lines, if you play off of the music. Um, it's very interesting whether you play what you feel, what you hear, what's in your heart, or whether you play the notes as they're written. Well, if you're not playing a Beethoven symphony or a Bach concerto, I think you can pretty much interpret what you want. I uh, Years ago when I was going to singles dances on Long Island, New York, I people say, what do you do? And instead of telling them what my real job was, I was a marketing director, I said, I have a fun radio show where I interview authors on Friday nights and meet some really cool people. And this man said to me, do you get paid? And I said, no, I have a, I don't know why. He just said, do you get paid? And I said, no, I have a deal with the radio station. I don't pay them because this is Vanity Radio. I'm the host between who owns the station. It's Chinese language during the day. And it switches to different people buying time at night. I'm the bridge I'm the bridge host, basically. I get to do the the Tonight Show, if you will, between the afternoon and the evening, and the show is very successful. And this person said, well, if you don't get paid, you couldn't be any good. And Ooh. I took that to heart, and I thought, well, the hell with that. <laughs> I said, I know. I'm So what I, I wanted to say to him, which I might not have, I wasn't going to date him anyway, it didn't matter, but I wanted to say was, uh, the last time you played tennis, 
Did you get paid? Oh, oh, you're you're not mad. Oh, the last time you went bowling, did did you make money? Did somebody really? The last time you cooked a dinner for a friend, did somebody? Oh, well, radio is my passion. That's hitting the ball over the net. That's swimming the lanes. That's throwing the. That's what. That's what I came up with later on when people said, "Oh, if you're not paid, then you're not any good." So create right. Oh, somebody likes that. Thank you very much. It's really true. It's it's true. You know, we don't need to be professionals to be enjoying and creating and sharing a message and giving of ourselves through what we do, what our passion is. On that note, thank you for agreeing with me. I heard some yeses in there. Linda Ugalo has sent us a song from, oh, Let It Go, a song from Disney's 2013 animated feature film, Frozen music and lyrics by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. The song was performed, of course, in the film by American actress and beautiful singer Edina Menzel, who played Elsa. And here's the line: seven little, eight little words. Here I stand in the light of day. Linda, how appropriate for somebody who talks about being on stage in the limelight. <laughs> Tell me, how did you find this gorgeous quote, Linda? What does it mean to you? It's a song that. Well, first of all, I love Dina Menzel. She's just amazing. And I also really appreciate her own self-acceptance. Uh, when she was criticized for singing the song at the Grammys and not quite hitting the top note, she said, look, there's something like, I don't know, 700,000 notes in a play. And if I hit 75% of those notes... <laughs> I'm, I count that as a success. So I, I love how she stood up for herself from that kind of criticism. I love dancing to this piece, and I've often run dance events where I make a playlist of music and people intuitively dance to the music and let their emotions kind of be evoked from, from each piece of music. Music is such medicine. And this piece was always one of those that really spoke to the yearning that I have had in my life to be unapologetically myself, to feel like I can just be who I am and, and accept myself regardless of other people accepting me. And I think that's what, why I feel so passionate about helping people who are afraid of speaking because, you know, it's one thing to see people on the stage and they're all, it's easy for them. They have fun. And then there's all these other people who have this hidden speaker inside yearning to come out. And yet they have this sense that, oh my God, I don't know how to get from where I am to there. So I, I picked that in in dedication to all the people that I want to see not left behind, but able to get to the other side of their fears so that they can realize their dreams. Thank you very much. It was a, it's a lovely quote. I appreciate it. I'm a fan of Adina Menzel as well. Dr. Vicki Matthews, I keep going back to doctor. I have so many doctors in oh, my family, it's Vicki. It just, fine. you know, what can I tell <laughs> no you? No worries. You have picked a classic, an iconic modern song, Imagine, sung by John Lennon from his 1971 album of the same name, co-written by Yoko Ono. And apparently they're just getting around to verifying that she co-wrote it and giving her credit. She has, was denied credit for a while, and they're getting around to it. Uh, they produced it with Phil Spector, legendary music producer, number three on the U.S. Billboard Hot One. 
100. BMI named Imagine one of the 100 most performed songs of the 20th century. Grammy Hall of Fame Award, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 500 songs that shape rock and roll. And since 2005, the song has been played before the New York Times Times Square ball drops in New York City. There you go. It only sold 1.64 million copies in the UK by 2013. Just obviously not very popular. So here's here's the line Vicky has suggest, selected. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only. I get chills, Vicky, but I'm not the only one. What a beautiful line, Vicky. Talk to me. How does this How does it, this speak to you? It is. I think if everybody <laughs> believed that, we would have a different world. If everybody allowed themselves to dream. I mean, you, creativity is coloring outside of the lines. By definition, the lines are history. Creativity is expanding past that. And dreaming, creativity comes from dreaming. So for me, it's like when I decided to write the book that is coming out in uh, June, mm -hmm. it was about helping people get along with each other. But first, you have to get along with yourself. First, you have to understand yourself. And creativity is a way to do that. If you if we aren't harsh, if we aren't judgmatic, judgmental, we just come forward with um, dreams and positive thoughts and ways of understanding. I mean, to me, that's what's most important in the world. I mean, clearly, we have trouble getting along. And if we all understood ourselves and each other better, I think that is where the dreamer in me goes, is people getting along and all of us being happy. If only. There's another famous line. If if only. I think um, uh, the character uh, Share Somebody or Other said it in, uh, I think it was uh, Alicia Silverstone's character said, if only. I think that was her line. Anyway, thank you. That's a good wish for the new year. That's a good wish for every year. Thank you, ladies, so much for your wonderful quotes. I want to tell you all at the end of the show, don't go away because I have to take some pictures. But I want to go to, we have some famous birthdays. Is anybody here having a birthday today? Anybody in our group today? No, is is anybody a Capricorn? No, okay. Neither no. one, neither am I. Okay, uh, just a couple of quick names for birthdays, and then we're going to go through the silly famous holidays this week. Most of which you will ne have never heard of, and you could care less <laughs> about. But you're just going to raise your high use this national calendar. Don't even ask. Anyway, Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby Hull is 82. Yay, Bobby! Stephen Sills, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Stephen Sills is 76 wow. years old. Wow! John wow. Paul Jones, the rock musician, he's multi instrumentalist and songwriter in Led Zeppelin, is also 76. Maybe John Paul Jones is. Stephen Sills are brothers. I don't know. Victoria Principal. There's another famous Vicky. Vicky Matthews. Victoria hey. Principal is 75. Oh, my goodness. Oh my Actress. God. I know her real name was Vicky Ree. V-I-C-K-I-R-E-E. -E. Uh, she, actress, producer, entrepreneur, author. And, of course, she played Pamela Barnes-Ewing on the TV soap Dallas for nine years. And she had a very famous relationship with Andy Gibb of the Bee Gees long ago and far away, and he's not with us. Uh, musician Thomas Bangalter from Daft Punk. I just became a fan mm -hmm. of Daft Punk. They have some really cool songs to drum. He's a young boy at 46. Danica McKellar, you may remember her as Winnie Cooper in The Wonder Years. She has been the voice of Miss Martian in the animated superheroes series Young Justice for years. I didn't even know that. Former NFL quarterback Eli Manning is all of 40. He's grown up now. Uh, <laughs> pop music, yes, you don't get to be a real adult till you're 50 in my book, but 40 you'll do. Pop musician and drummer Mark Pontius of Foster the People is 36. Greta Thunberg, we all know her Ooh, name. Actress, yes. she's all of 19 years old. Look what she's done Whoa. in her life. And look at all Amazing. that stuff. 
all the things people have thrown at her. Uh, and one of my favorite young actresses, Regan Revord. She is plays Missy Cooper on Young Sheldon, the story of Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang. I have to tell you, Young Sheldon is so well-written. It is so funny. Every character just jumps out at you. I'm a fan, and it sounds kind of silly, but... It's an amazingly well-done comedy show. So there's there's a, a hint for you. Now, we have some social media stars. I'm not making fun of them, but they have interesting names. I try to pick a few who are very unusual. Talk about coloring outside the line. So we have somebody called Frimzy, F-R-I-M-Z-Y. He's a TikTok star, and he's 24. Everybody say happy birthday, Frimzy. One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthy, Frimzy. Happy birthday, Frimzy. <laughs> then we have another TikTok star who's very young at 20, and his name is Zeddy Will. And I have a feeling that might be a takeoff on his Zeddy Will. Zeddy, Zeddy Will with a Z. I had to say it many times in my head before I wrote this one down. I so much to be. Then we have a YouTube star whose name is NNA, NNA Productions, all written out. That's his name. Okay. And then we have a TikTok star who's 20. Oh, NNA is 21. And we have a TikTok star, 23 now. His name is The Card Guy. I don't know what kind of cards he's playing or dealing, but <laughs> that's his name. Let's go do some silly holidays. Raise your hand and say something if you uh, like this holiday or if you know anything about it or if you're going to celebrate. First of all, January, hot tea month, oatmeal month, polka music month. Da, da, da. Where is where is uh, Welk when you need, Lawrence Welk when you need him? Uh, soup month, slow cooking month. Maybe you just cook slowly or you have a slow cooker. I haven't decided yet. It's su- su- Think about it. It's Sunday supper month and it's mail order gardening month. So order something from you know what and you know who to put in your garden. Anyway, today is January 3rd. It is J.R.R. Tolkien Day because the Lord of the Rings was born today. His author was born today. It's National Chocolate Covered Cherry Day. Does anybody still eat chocolate covered cherry candy? Uh, no. I mean, I, I will if it's there, but they're it so wouldn't gooey. be my first choice. <laughs> But yeah. if I see one and I know that gooey center with all that, it, it just, I just can't. I have to. I'm sorry. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's it's Women Rock Day. Everybody on Ooh, the count of three, say right. women. One, two, three. Women, women, women rock. rock. There you go. Woo. It's also in, now listen, this is very serious. In Manitou Springs, Colorado, on this day today, people hurl hundreds of fruitcakes into the air <laughs> by hand, by slingshot, or shot out of a cannon. It's called Fruitcake Toss Day to get rid of, you know, the Christmas tree goes out to the curb yes. and the fruitcake goes. So if you're ever visiting Manitou Springs on January 3rd, you've been warned. Vicki, that's a very natural <laughs> thing to do, right? Throw a fruitcake yes. in the air. And it's totally. also the day that, anybody know the name Marvin Chester? Of course you don't. He was awarded a patent for his innovation. The paper drinking straw. No, I wasn't doing something else. The paper drinking straw. <laughs> 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 it's just as bad. The paper drinking straw was, a patent was awarded today. I don't know what year, forgive me. Tomorrow is National Spaghetti Day. Wow. Also National Trivia Day. Every day on my show, every Monday is National <laughs> Trivia Day because nobody cares. And it's National Perihelion Day. Does anybody know what the perihelion is? I know. Vicky, do you sound familiar? Two weeks after the December solstice, yeah. when the Earth's center is approximately, get everybody write this down, 91,402,500 miles from the Earth's center, and the sun is a big ball of fire. So that's tomorrow, Ooh. perihelion day. See, you learned something. I get, yeah. I don't, I couldn't even imagine. Wednesday is National Whipped Cream Day. Yes. yes. That is good. Yeah. I, I'm not going to ask you what you do with it. It's National Screenwriters Day. Uh-huh. And it's National Bird Day. Now, bird means uh, a pretty young girl in, in the UK. So I don't know if it's 
find a bird and celebrate it, or if it's just tweet, tweet. Uh, Chandra, do you think it's regular bird tweet, tweet day? Because you're the I'm animal I'm thinking talker. it's bird tweet, tweet day. Yes, we should I, appreciate them. Yes. I do, too. And by the way, I wanted a milk frother because I wanted to make my daughter and son-in-law have a very fancy-schmancy coffee maker espresso, and they make the most marvelous lattes and, and other drinks for me, and they put the little heart on top. Mm. And I have two coffee makers, but nothing does it like that, the steamer. Ah. So I spent days researching. I had nothing to do. I researched, and I found this little... <laughs> Little German device that costs something like $14.99. It's a whisk. It has its own stand. Two batteries fit in. You press the thing on the top. Oh, it whisks nice. cold. doesn't work for hot milk. They said it would, but it whisks cold milk. You have to put a little in a cup. It'll whisk it to double or triple the size in the space of five seconds. I have never seen. I'll, I'll send you all the name if you want after the show. Yes. But it and, and it also has a little teeny tiny miniature whisk for whisking eggs if you want to beat eggs. I mean, this thing is like like two inches. It's like like something you put in a dollhouse. Yeah, mom, we're gonna whisk the eggs today in the doll. That's about the size. That's about the size of it. Anyway, very very very. So they say it can whip cream, and I have whipped cream I didn't use over the holiday. So I'm gonna try that tomorrow. I'll just perfect. We whip it. I'll do something with it. January 6th is National Bean Day. No comments, please. It's oh, it's National cu- How can you have National Cuddle Up Day? The day is same day as National Bean Day. Uh, somebody no. wasn't thinking. Yeah. No, they, they really, we have to talk to these. And it's National Shortbread Day. Does anybody like shortbread? Oh, I love shortbread. And a dry yes. cake. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, Friday, there's very few holidays. I'm so sorry to tell you. It's only National Tempura Day. It took me years to learn to say tempura instead of temper because temper is paint. And it's yeah. National bobblehead day does any i'm sorry i'm getting dizzy it's drama meantime does anybody have a bobblehead in their car did you ever vicky or Sh- oh, chandra chandra not in my car i have it in my house so really what's your bobblehead of what what is it? i've got an ichiro which he's the right fielder for the mariners the baseball team here in washington and i've got a um an edgar martinez who's also a baseball player for the mariners wow anybody yeah. else have a bobblehead vicky or not, michelle not now, no did you used to vicky my my aunt had one in her car and it was um oh god it was like i think dean martin or something like that and it was it was like <laughs> I, it was the first time i'd ever seen that it's like the first time i'd ever really heard about it dean martin too so i mean it was really fun it was really fun it was like a it was like oh wow she's cool she has a toy in her car that was a, a <laughs> There you go. Yes. Before we had videos on the screen for the passengers in the back seat, yeah. and yeah, and videos for the drivers now. Give me a break. Uh, to Saturday, January 8th, moving along quickly here, National Argyle Day. Does anybody ever own a pair of Argyle socks? You know, with the, no, the yeah. pattern, the Argyle, the diamond? Yeah. Linda knows. Yes. Yeah. It's also Elvis Presley's birthday. Oh. Yes. January 8th. It's also mm-hmm. National Bubble Bath Day. Maybe you could take a bubble bath and listen to Elvis Presley music. It's my daughter's Just, birthday, too. Oh, happy, happy, happy. Send her yes. happy, happy birthday from us. And it's also, this is interesting, National Vision Board Day. All right, time for admitting who keeps a vision board. Has anybody ever had one, made one? Chandra? Yes. Oh, you and have. Actually, like half of it came... Came true, so I support. Really, Vicky, yeah. how about your vision board? Yeah. Successful? It was um, not quite half of it came true, but I also think I wasn't very loyal to paying attention to it. But I did make it, and that helped organize my thinking. Very good. Yes. There you go. And Michelle, vision board? Yeah, I actually have been teaching people. I call it my magnetic creative visualization board, and I talk about it in my latest book. And um, yeah, it's because. It, it's it's really interesting because I've got this big cushion. I've got two Siamese cats and I've got this big cushion 
of one of the cats blown up, like really big. And this just proves it. We are what we, you know, our mind doesn't know the difference between a picture and what's real. So when I, ha- I had it there and the little cat came up and looked at it and just the tail went up and it just absolutely freaked out because I thought it was a real cat. Of course. And so um, <laughs> vision boards are extremely powerful because we think in pictures and patterns. And I always recommend if people do it, that they put something that means love to them, whether it's a spiritual or a Buddha or Jesus Christ. Very or, good. You know, and their own picture with a heart around it saying thank you for my beautiful nice. life. And Michelle, yes. may I ask you to play one of your affirmations for us? We have a few yeah, minutes sure. left. I'd love to hear one. I have no idea yeah, what you're going to play. Go ahead. This, uh, actually, I wrote this one with Bob Proctor. Um, it's called Success, and it's the main song from one of my albums. I've got many albums. But okay. when you listen to an affirmation song over and over again, it goes straight into your subconscious mind. Is that loud enough? Applause, Michelle. That was wonderful. You are wonderful. I love that's like old time rock and roll. That's just bouncing around. Wonderful. I had no idea. Thank you. All the songs are are a different sort of genre of music. I really enjoy doing that. Ballads about communication and healing your body and persistence and synergy. It's synergy, red hot energy for red. Thank you. There's another red here too. Ladies, I have to race through the last two days of the week and then we're going to have you each give a website. And remember, don't go away when we're done because I have to take pictures. Sunday, January 9th is National No Pants Subway Ride Day. I'm not even going to ask you if you oh know what God. that is. It's static. I know. It's static electricity. I didn't say these were obscene. I just picked them up here. It's static electricity day. It's National Apricot Day or as the French say, Abricot. And it's Na- International Choreographers Day. Michelle, yes. Probably- and Linda, you know something about that. Yes. Monday, I have to do these now because I won't be on the air till seven o'clock Monday night. It's National Peculiar People Day. And peculiar people are people who are creative. That's another word Absolutely. for I looked I looked it up. It's okay to be it's also House Plan Appreciation Day. I talk to my house plans, Chandra. I good, do. Good, good. I do too. I love them. Always. I, Yes. I love them. Yes, everybody does. I used to talk to trees. I'd come home from, from school and oh, I'd nice. walk onto the lawn backwards thinking about something at school and I'd bump into a tree and I'd apologize to it. I'd oh, start. I love it. I love I, it. Thank you. Thank I don't. I thought there was something, but, you know, I, what can I say? I'm just polite. It's National <laughs> Clean Your Desk Day. I already did that. And my favorite, it's National Bittersweet Chocolate Day. Okay. Oh, yes. I tell you what, let's go around the table and it's. I'm just having so much fun with all four of you. You are so in the moment and... And real, real deal, real people, and I appreciate you. Let's just go around the table. Let's start with Michelle. Website, please. Where can people find you? Uh, MichelleBlood.com forward slash read my lips, and you'll get 
my book and a few other things absolutely free. Oh, how nice of you. That's M-M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-L-O-D.com. Forward slash read my lips. You are very, very, I'm going to go there. I don't, I don't have, I don't have your book. I don't think. Thank you very much. And I, and Michelle has one L remember that. And let's go to Chandra. Where can people find you? Alllifetalks.com. So that's A-L-L-L-I-F-E-T-A-L-K-S.com. Thank you very much. I like to spell, but you did it so well. I'll let you do that. Lin- <laughs> Linda Ugalo, what's your place you want people to visit? Well, I do have a speaker empowerment kit with a creative visualization for speaking confidence that's free to download. And you can get that at empowermentkit.me, not com, but dot me. All right. And um, I also love being on, on TikTok. So come over to TikTok and check out my channel. I allow myself to indulge in TikTok about once a week for about a half hour, and I'm amazed at how well those are. I will look for your channel. So empowermentkit.me is E-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T-K-I-T dot M-E. Did I get it right? That's correct. Okay. Vicki Matthews, where can people find you? We got to hurry here. My website is vickimatthews.com, and for your, your audience, I have a booklet I created, Get Along Now. And it's at getalongnow.com, and it helps people get along better, which is my passion. Getalongnow.com. G-E-T-A-L-O-N-G-N-O-W.com. And Vicki yes. Matthews is V-I-C-K-I-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S.com. Thank you very much. Ladies, it's been wonderful. I have my closing remarks here. I just got a note from Gabe. We've got two minutes left. I will use them well. Listen up. Life is short. Break the rules. Yes! Forgive quickly. Well, forgiving quickly. I still haven't mastered that. Kiss slowly. I'll tell you, it's the only way to go. If you can't kiss slowly, don't even bother. Love truly. Laugh uncontrollably. Everybody laugh now. (laughs) Never. Oh, that's good. And never regret anything that made you smile. And finally, work like you don't need the money, even if you do. Try to enjoy yourself. Dance like no one's watching. And when I was teaching dancing on top of a four-market table in high heels in a, in a uh, cafeteria in a high school in Eugene, Oregon, in front of 250 people, and I said to them, you got to build me a stage. I'm not going to do this. We didn't know what OSHA was back then. Believe me, everybody was watching. No, they weren't watching me to trip, but the legs were incredible. Sing like nobody's listening, and I try not to sing, and love like you've never been hurt, because damn, we all have. Get over it. Let your heart regenerate, renew, refresh, reseal. Let your heart open up for something or somebody to love again. Money talks, chocolate sings, and last but not least, and I stole this line and I still love it, thank you for turning me on. Everybody wave goodbye. Happy New Year. Read my lips. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.